Welcome back to the energetics of everything, your favorite place to learn about all things, wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Energetics of Everything. I'm here with Christina again today, and we just want to riff on what's relevant for us, what we've been working through today. And I think today we're just going to explore what alignment has meant for us lately. What is our current definition of alignment? Because we we never ultimately have the truth, I don't believe. <laughs> but we can find it along the way. And so, yeah, Christina, what's been on your heart, on your mind? What have you been resonating with and exploring and contemplating in life lately? <laughs> in life. Oh, wow, so many things. In terms of alignment, I've really been thinking about it from a really like one, two punch perspective, I used to kind of just feel like alignment was an energetic thing. Like I'm on a specific frequency. I'm generating these specific vibrations. Like I'm in alignment with my true self. I'm in alignment with the present moment. I'm in alignment with the universe. I'm in alignment with my desires. But lately I've also been bringing in this piece that I've unconsciously known that now I'm consciously bringing forward of Oh, there's also what's aligned for you in the moment as you're doing things like how you're creating content, how you're speaking about something, how you're selling something, where you're holding your programs. There have been so many shifts in my reality where I've started to feel like, actually, I don't want to do it this way. Actually, that's not what this program's about. Actually, I don't want to post about this today and really becoming more sensitive to what the energetic correctness is for me in every single moment, not just in my state of being, but also as I'm doing things, which I feel like in the personal development space in the manifestation world is something that I don't think is talked about very much. It's kind of just like be in alignment, but then it's like, what does it actually look like on a day-to-day basis to make sure that you're still in alignment with the thing that you're creating as you're building it? So that's really been rocking my fucking world to say the least. (laughs) Yeah. That just is a beautiful singing example of your channel 1858. We have that one in common. We have this friendship channel and 1858, it's the channel of judgment. It's the channel of corrections. And so it's a collective channel. It's focused on the bigger picture. How can we use our judgment to find correctness? We've got the gate of perfection and the gate of vitality, the gate of bliss. So we're trying to get the most out of everything by correcting the bigger picture. And sometimes when we have that channel, we can get really caught up in that bigger picture. You're saying like being in alignment with that ultimate goal 
goal? Where are you going? And again, I've absolutely heard this. There's so much talk around just hold the vision, just connect with where you're going, be who you want to be. And there's almost this ignorance of where we are now. And there can be like a disconnect of like, I'm going to put my blinders on, ignore what I'm feeling, ignore what I'm seeing, ignore the things that are going on around me. And I'm consciously holding all of my attention on to where I'm going, where I'm manifesting, the outcome, the goal, the thing that I'm doing. And I, through contemplation of this channel, <laughs> which is like what brought me to this, I've been playing with the idea of alignment versus integrity. And I feel like alignment is the concept of having a connection to an endpoint. It's mm -hmm. having a destination. You put the destination into your GPS, right? You are in alignment. It says you're going to get there in 15 minutes. You're on the road and integrity is how you drive. It's how you get there. Because yes, you want to get to the movie, you want to get to the beach, you want to get to the event that you're going to, but you want to get there alive, first of all. <laughs> first Correct. of all. Yes, that's the goal, the main goal. Yeah, you want to get there alive. There's car maintenance, right? You want to be just someone in general who takes care of their car and is running in a healthy vehicle. So there's things that you need to do along the way that are going to impact your overall driving. You want to be a safe driver. You want to be paying attention to the rules of the road. You want to use your blinker to let people know when you're getting over instead of just merging and making them get out of the way. That's informing. That's letting people know, hey, I'm going in this direction. It's just communication. So how you get there is really important as well. And you're right. We have mm. a lot of focus on the destination, where we're going, but not quite enough people are talking about the fact that a lot of people are driving towards their destinations like just complete assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no blinkers, no consideration oh. for other people on the road. They're going to turn right on red. You know? And also, in a, yeah, yes, totally. And also in a way that's just like not super juicy and delicious to your soul. If we're going with this metaphor, like what kind of gas are you putting in your car along the way? Because you can be mentally aligned with where you're going, but if you're not energetically aligned to the moment to feel the information of where to go, when to turn and what to do, to feel when, Ooh, you know what? I said I was doing this on Facebook, but I felt like I was doing that just for community when actually I don't ever use Facebook and I'm always on Voxer. So let me do what's aligned and move it to Voxer. Personal example. To be able to be so sensitive to the moment and connected to what's correct for you in, in this here and now, to be able to adjust and shift and move in such a way that you're actually in harmony with the thing that you're building and creating. And it feels fucking good to you. That to me is when you know oh, I'm actually on the right path because I'm not just chugging along, moving in this direction. Like I'm just going here. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, ooh, I'm walking towards the ocean on this path and I'm smelling the flowers and I love sitting in the sun here and I'm pausing to eat this PB&J that I have in my little lunchbox here. Yeah. And oh, I'm drinking the water and now we're taking a picture. It's that full connection to an immersion in the moment and the journey and the path where you can feel like this is the path that I desire to take. This is where it's going. And I'm actually fully in alignment with the unfolding of it because it feels correct for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the energy that you're in on the journey impacts where you go. If you're rushing to the destination, you're rushing to the destination. Chances are you've put really high expectations on the destination and mm. you're not necessarily going to enjoy all that is there because you weren't present with the journey. If you're 
just tuning it out you're ignoring it you're like yes okay fine the journey is over you're then assuming that the destination is going to like make you feel better it's going to solve all your problems but if you're like stressed and anxious and super mad at everyone on the road while you're going to the party you're not going to show up at the party in a good energy you're not going to be there and be like Yeah. hi how's everybody doing oh my gosh it's your birthday you'll be like this asshole on the road <laughs> You'll be like in this tizzy of an energy and then you won't even be able to really be present with the party as well. So yeah, how you get there is a part of the end destination experience as well. I feel like, yeah, that's true right Totally. now. <laughs> yeah. And I think what's interesting too, is even though we're always energetically synced up to calibrated to a quote unquote destination, there is no actual destination because the destination in life is death. <laughs> that is the destination. It's like a treadmill. It is always moving. It is always continuing. And so I think that sometimes, again, there's like this different code coming in for me. That's like, sometimes we're mentally aligned. Like this is where I'm going. But if we're not energetically aligned, it feels like that endpoint is the goal. When we're energetically aligned, it's like all of our energy is connected, moving in this direction with enthusiasm, but the place of power and joy and pleasure and fullness is in the now. It's Yeah. in the now of experiencing and building and creating. It's in the now of, oh, you know what? I felt called to shift this in my marketing and do this with my content and boom, somebody comes in and, and wants to join. It's actually the creative process that we enjoy. And when we're in alignment with our highest selves, and these things start happening, we make the connection of who I was being, how I was doing things in alignment with who I'm being and the result. And then I think what starts to happen is we see the result as a juicy byproduct. And so when our mind goes into that space of trying to make happen or rushing or not feeling connected to ourselves and how we want to move, we're just like, oh, that's just the mind doing its bullshit thing. Like come back to the body, come back to the self. What's truly aligned for me here and now, because To me, it's like, I already have the thing I desire when I'm on the frequency of myself. True satisfaction in the present moment is the goal. And when I'm there, I feel when something needs to be shifted internally or externally, it opens up the results. It compounds that satisfaction. Things flow in with ease. And it's just like, yes, I was self-sourcing first. And then I was able to translate the vibration to open these things up. Versus this transactional, like I'm doing this thing to get this thing, to feel this thing. And then being like, oh, I don't feel this way. And being in this Mm hungry, hungry hippo, endless fucking energy of just like, feed me. Yes. <laughs> I feel like our experiences with our G-centers are going to be a little bit different here. But I love that you mentioned that there isn't really a destination. We're headed towards death. That is the ultimate destination. But there isn't necessarily a set path. And like, especially with having an undefined G-Center, that's been like an identity crisis. That's been something that a part of me is like searching for a path, searching for a purpose, searching for that ultimate identity of who am I? Why do people love me? And learning to let go of like, oh, people love me for all sorts of different reasons. And I'll Just figure text it me out. when those thoughts come up. I'll <laughs> give you a whole list. you do. <laughs> And I I have know. people in my world that remind me of that you pick up on it and you're like wow like I love this I love this I love this I love this I'm like oh yeah that's right and I get to experience that through other people but like I don't have this 
inner sensation of this is who I am and this is where I'm going, I get to explore who am I right now to the people around me and do I like who I am in relationship to these people? That's why I keep you around all the time <laughs> because like, I love who I get to be in your space. I love the parts of me that you bring out and that's so cool too. It's like what parts of me do other people bring out? Do I like who I'm hanging out with? You're saying that you are able to find that center of self and when you are self-sourcing everything else makes sense and mm. it's a little bit different for me where that will get me in a spiral of like self-source self-source it's inside of you where are you who are you I'm like I don't know Ooh. who I am <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so then I get to use the people around me as a reflection of like okay who am I being to the people around me right now and do I like mm. the roles that I am being asked to play do I like what's being pulled out of me and if I don't who's pulling out things that I really don't like <laughs> let's look at that let's untangle that and who do I like being around and how can I find more people like that to be in my world so it's interesting that you get to self-source and I get to use the people around me as almost like a thermometer to see yeah. how I'm sourcing my energy and where am I in my purpose so it's just such mm. a cool experience that we have such different experiences but we're still able to yeah converse and talk about them. <laughs> it's so interesting to think about in that way, because to me, it feels like I've always had this really strong sense of self since, I mean, I don't consciously remember, but I can even tap into when I was like two, I'm like that motherfucker was waking up wearing her grandmother's diamond necklace, eating candy, wearing high heels. It was a very specific, like, this is who I am. I might be two years old, but I know. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt like in all of the different things that have happened in my life, there's always been but I'm here for myself. Like I feel myself. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. And that energy has really felt like this really pointed direction that's pulled me in all of these places through everything mm -hmm. that has been my North star. And so it's interesting to think of that. You get to use all these other people to help you kind of like tap into that, but it's such a different way to think about it. And I love how you explained that. Ooh, yay. I'm glad I was able to explain that in our defined centers. It's very difficult to be able to perceive undefinition because for us it's fixed we're like that sensation yeah. that's always there what are you talking about you were talking about we talked about this I think it was after the we ended the episode we were talking about like seeing visuals and I am somebody who oh, if I'm yeah. really paying attention in a conversation I'm not looking at you because I'm actually looking at all of the visuals that are coming through as I process information I process information through internal visualization and so I'm the kind of person that is watching a movie when reading a book but not everybody is like that there are people that literally can't oh. picture anything and of course me as somebody who pictures everything can't imagine i'm like what do you mean you don't picture anything <laughs> what do you mean you don't see anything how do you think trying to conceptualize not having a sense is really mm, mm, mm. so when we have like things that are defined for us it's consistent for us and it's so easy to assume that everybody has that Right. That's where our talents are, right? Then other people are like, what do you mean? Like you always have that. Tell me about that. Where do you find that? Where do you access that? Where do you source that inside of yourself? Because like when mm. you talk about when you come to your center, you help all of the undefined G centers around you come to center too. Because if you're mm. centered in yourself, you're like, hey, this is for me. 
you call out the things in me that are also really aligned for both you and me because you're coming back to that center of self not just for you but for me to mirror as well and so when i'm around people that are very centered in self very aligned with that internal sense of self and who they are i find myself able to mirror and amplify that i'm really aligned because i've surrounded myself with very aligned people and so like you, you're doing it and you it's the normal, right? That's just who you are, how you exist. People around you are benefiting from that so much yeah. like in ways that you don't even know. <laughs> this makes me want to ask you, so what would you say your definition of alignment is? And does that differ for people with undefined slash open centers undefined? Or is there sort of like a general way that you would talk about so people listening can really start to gauge, how do I actually know when I'm in alignment with myself, with my design, with my desires to be able to, through the present moment, continually feel into the energetic field of this needs tweaking, this needs shifting. Ooh, I need to refine this to keep that energetic maintenance yeah. and correctedness yeah. or correctness. I don't know if either of those are a word, but yeah. <laughs> one of you them might work. Energetic maintenance. And I think that that's the best way that I like to look at it because when I think about alignment, I think about the human body and how the human body maintains homeostasis. So your human body, it has a range for absolutely everything, for temperature, for how much water it likes to hold on to, for calories that it needs per day, for every single nutrient that it has, sodium, potassium, it has a range. It says, this is my healthy range. If you have too much of something, let's say potassium, all of a sudden you have too much potassium, your body's like, oh, that's too much. And it's called a negative feedback loop. So it goes the opposite direction. So it just responds and it just maintains that level. A healthy body is not a body that's never going to experience too much potassium. Like I can eat a burger for dinner and all of a sudden I'll have a spike in sodium or something like that, or you have French fries or something like that. It's not that you're never going out of your normal range. It's that you're able to respond appropriately to come back to that healthy homeostasis range. And so I believe that our bodies are actually really good at this. From Mm. the moment that you were born, your body has known exactly how much sodium and exactly how much magnesium and exactly how much potassium to hold on to and let go of every single day. It took me months to memorize that in nursing school. (laughs) And every single cell in my body just knows that already. So Mm. the first thing I want to say about alignment is that your body is already so good at it. Your body Mm. is already so good at maintaining alignment and maintaining your energy. The way that we quote unquote get out of alignment is through conditioning. Conditioning is where we don't turn off the signal. And so it's essentially, let's say that maybe you go through a week where you're eating out a lot, you eat a lot of French fries. We've all been there. Oh, this is me this week. I already know this example (laughs) is speaking to me. I haven't gone grocery shopping like 10 days and I'm like, (laughs) Yeah, I've been snacking on a lot of candy lately when I get into like a a creative (laughs) urge. There's certain things that I crave for a little bit. When you're in a certain craving, let's say like you're eating a lot of sodium, your body is going to go into a hyperdrive where it's letting go of all that sodium, like letting go of water, letting go of sodium. It's letting go of that. It's like, we don't need this. It's extra. So let's say that you go back to your normal healthy diet and your body continues to let go of that sodium all of a sudden you're going to have low sodium. 
like, whoa, mm. like we went out of alignment. So when we have conditioning, it's where we're still responding to something that's been fixed. We're Ooh. responding to something that's irrelevant. So conditioning is where your body is saying, hey, we're good. Or we don't need any more sodium. We don't need to let go of any more. And there's still something that's turned on that's like, no, someone told us the sodium's bad. We have to let go of it. This is too much sodium. It's too much sodium. And it's like trying to let go of it or the opposite where you have enough and your body's like, no, I don't have enough. No, I don't have enough. No, I don't have enough. So bringing that into centers, mm. the centers that you have undefined are where you're probably going to feel like you don't have enough and you do. So I have an undefined head center, which is answers, searching for answers. So it can be, I don't have enough answers. I don't know enough. Even to this day, putting together messy multiple times, I've gone, do I know enough about human design to be putting this together? Oh my God. Again, just text me when these <laughs> things come up. This is that's the silliest thing I've ever heard in my life. Do you yeah. know enough? You exactly. Know everything about everything. And as soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh, that's unnecessary. I don't need to go search for more information. So I can just let that go, mm. not even respond to that because it's not a real signal. So my body is saying, hey, there's this bit of information. And the bit of information that I may have been interpreting was, I'm not sure exactly what to write in this script or whatever. I'm not sure exactly what to say right here. And so my brain will go like, oh, well, do you know enough about human design to even be doing this? That's my undefined head center saying, do I have enough answers? And then I can say, of course I have enough answers. I have proof that I have enough answers. But with my undefined head center, that question will just be there. That's just a part of life. Instead of feeling like I can spiral and say, oh no, after six years of studying the system, what's wrong with me for still having these thoughts? That's just a part of my experience. Those are just thoughts that mm. pop up occasionally and I don't have to get rid of them, but I can right. get really good at spinning them around and using them as momentum to put my best foot forward. And so I'm going to do that instead. I'm going to see that thought that says, do you know enough about human design? And I'm going to laugh. I'm going to say how relatable, how human of me to still have this thought, how in integrity of me to still be checked my answers, how uh, proud I am of myself for not letting my ego get big, not let my success, mm. not let my self-image get so big that I don't come back and still check and make sure that I'm doing things to the best of my ability. So I can see me having the thought of, do I know enough about human design? And I can label it as low self-worth. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm insecure. Or I can see it as just a thought that might occur in somebody who cares about the craft that they are working with. And so, yeah, that's my whole And use right. that to deepen your alignment. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, mm. is this beneficial to me or is this not? That to me is deconditioning, staying in alignment. It's like, is this story beneficial? Is this valuable right now? Or is this completely unvaluable? Because the thought, you know, do I know enough about human design? It could be a valuable question in this moment. In some points in life, it's valuable. Right now, me using that as an opportunity to like question who I am and question my knowledge is not valuable. So I'm going to laugh and step forward like, yes, of course, <laughs> but I'm not going to deny it, right? Like the thought popped mm. up. It's part of my reality. It happened. And I want to make sure that that experience is normalized because a lot of the nervous system dysregulation is actually our judgment to the things and the emotions we're having, not necessarily the emotion that's happening. It's like, I feel shame for having that emotion. And then the shame spiral is really Compounds, what, yeah. what gets you. Yeah. That just makes me think of 
I feel like I'll kind of share what I've experienced and then curious your thoughts on how to collapse time around it. So for me, something that comes up a lot is deconditioning unconscious ways in other people's voices that have got specifically people on the internet, people I've worked with, like how to do things, what you're supposed to say. Coaches I worked with who told me my content wasn't sexy enough. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why does my content need to be sexy? <laughs> and things that I don't realize are kind of governing me sometimes until I feel like, ugh, to bring it back to what we were talking about before, I want to do this or it's natural or it's flowing or I'm connected. So that's my point of like, there's something in here. It might be my own conditioning. It might be conditioning that was triggered by somebody else. And then I kind of have this come to Jesus moment of like, why are you writing like that? Or why are you doing it in this way? Is that actually what felt natural in this moment? And so I'm curious what your thoughts are, because I know a lot of people experience this, how you can use this to expand your alignment and what ways can we do this faster? So we're not constantly in this loop of like, oh, oops, I guess I wasn't aligned. Oh, I guess there was some conditioning in my field to Mm -hmm. really, you know, just cut that shit in half. Let the process be easier and smoother and faster. Yeah. I would first borrow a perspective. I'll I'll offer a perspective that, again, I don't know the ultimate truth. (laughs) This is just a perspective. If you never choose to look at life this way again, that's perfectly fine with me. I trust your intuition relentlessly, and I know that it will guide you to only be interested (laughs) in that which is intended for you. I want to address should and shouldn't. So, When we say that something shouldn't happen, we are experiencing resentment. And resentment is a form of anger at something in the past. If you are angry at something in the past, you say that shouldn't have happened or I shouldn't have done that, we create anger. Physiologically, anger puts blood in the jaw. It makes you really able to bite really strongly. It gives you jaw strength, but biting people is not typically a healthy solution. And if blood is in your jaw, blood is not in your brain. It's not in your critical thinking skills. Like you could run really fast, but you could not solve a math problem. If someone asked you what 12 divided by four was, you probably wouldn't be able to answer that if you're really angry and you have a lot of blood in your jaw. So anger is not a bad emotion. Anger gives us energy. It helps us to protect ourselves. It helps us to have big energy bursts in emergency situations. But anger at you for posting something yesterday or not posting something yesterday, it's not valuable in this moment because Mm -hmm. you can't change the past. So saying I shouldn't have done that or I regret doing that or that shouldn't have happened, you can't do anything about it. And so holding on to the anger, that belief, that perspective of that shouldn't have happened is actually just keeping you angry at something that you do not have the power to change because it already Mm. happened. And it doesn't matter if you believe it should or it shouldn't have happened. It did. It did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if it did, it means it should have happened. And so Mm -hmm. one of the best perspectives that I have been able to pull from rapid resolution therapy is that everything that did happen should have happened. Past you was making the best decisions possible based off of the information that she had, based off of the signals and the input that she was receiving at that time. With the chemical responses, with the thoughts that you were having, with the emotions that were going on in your body, if you swapped out anybody with you at that moment whatever you did they would have done too 
if they mm-hmm. had the same thoughts, the same emotions, the same perspectives that you yeah. had in that moment, anybody would have done the exact same thing that you did. So you did exactly what you should have done always everything that you have done up until this point was exactly what it needed to be and so if you're here and something that was valuable at that time or maybe it wasn't who cares right now you're realizing that something that somebody said way back then is Mm. holding you back from taking the action that your soul is saying you need to take right now and so this is like you are working with your divine element and you are reading instructions in a language that only you can read because it's the language of your soul and someone behind you who can't even see the instructions (laughs) can't even see this language is saying hey i think you should bend that and you're like no (laughs) no but conditioning is when you're listening to them where you're letting that opinion of oh i think you should bend this or your copy has to be sexy i've had people tell me that (laughs) i had a coach tell me that i gave sex kitten vibes and that i should lean into that bore and be more like promiscuous and i'm over here in a fairy costume like there's no (laughs) there's fairy wings okay that's so much more my energy but if i kept that story, kept that belief of like, cool, I may have given that energy to her. Doesn't mean that she was wrong. Doesn't mean that she was picking up something incorrect. Doesn't mean that I was wrong for choosing to listen to that coach. It doesn't have to mean anything just in this moment that doesn't feel right to me. And so I'm going to trust that that doesn't feel right as that's what the language of my soul is telling me. And so that is deconditioning. That is everything I wanted to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. It's really what what I'm picking up from that is like it comes up and instead of the resistance of like, ah, fuck you. Why is that in my field? I'm so clouded. I hate that this is here. It's so annoying. It's just like, does this resonate with me in this moment? Does this light me up, turn me on and feel like a soul aligned? Fuck yes. And if it doesn't, cool, let's release it and let's tune into what that does feel like. Because yeah this was something that happened with my copy a lot where a lot of people I would work with would be like, I feel like your content could be more you. And I'd be like, I don't want my content to be more me. I want my content to be just information that comes from my channel. This isn't to me. My profile is not a way to connect with me. It's like a little taste. It's like here, if you like what you see here, come to my stories and then you can learn how to play. And if you really like that, come to my podcast, you'll dive deeper. But none of it is supposed to be this sexy embodiment of calibrate to me, Christina, as a person, that's not aligned for me at all. And so when I was working with people who that was aligned for, where they're all over their feed, pictures of them, shooting money, guns, bathing in roses naked and that's a line for them and that's fine whatever the fuck and they were telling me this i'm like am i not expressing myself fully mm-hmm. do people not feel me if i'm not doing this thing and then i had this moment of like wait a minute like you said the checking i'm like there are 60,000 people in my community there my podcast reached 70 countries in the first 3 months i think people are feeling me and i don't need to take it up a notch in these specific ways to be felt. I can just let my embodiment be what my embodiment is. And that's the mastery of this work. Mm -hmm. It's not that you see me living it. It's that you can feel when I post something, who the actual fuck is the person on the other side that knows this shit? What did they have to become to be able to effortlessly just say this on a casual fucking Wednesday? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that that is the truth when you can feel that thing that's like, that's not true for me. And instead of, like you said, that is such a huge difference at a powerful point of just like, no, thank you. That's a no from my clear energy versus 
ah, all these noises, all these rules, because a lot of people, and maybe people experience me this way, are just like, this is it, this Mm -hmm. is the way. And if you're not clear within yourself to really work through that, as I've had so many moments of that, oh, it can feel really confusing. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, and this is a Gene Keys thing, the only thing that we are ever selling is our version of the truth. Because I can go out there and I can say, this is the way, because that was the way for me. But we've just talked about, I have random thoughts that pop into my head. You have a defined head center, which means your thoughts evolve differently than mine do. You have an undefined throat center. So for me, my content will sound like me and will feel like me and will look like me. But the people who are projecting their fears on you, who said like, I feel like your content could be more you, we've learned that in their world, their identity has to be expressed through their content. Their content reflects back on who they are. They identify with their content. They would probably feel really insecure if someone stole ideas from them or if their content got recognized, but it wasn't attached to their name. But you're not Mm -hmm. like that. You just want to be the channel and you want to allow the voice to come through. And so their fears of not being seen, not being recognized for every single word that they are putting out there is not a fear that's present in your energy. And especially when Mm. we're working with undefined centers, you have an undefined throat center, which is one of the more rare centers to have undefined because there's a lot of potential activations there. All of these people who probably had defined throat centers were saying, you just got to find your voice because you have a voice. Everyone has that one voice because for them, their truth was that they were able to find that one voice. And when they reconnected with their sense of self, then all of their content made sense. But you are a channel. Your voice is going to change. You are channeling things. Your voice is going to sound like me. If you spend time in my energy, it's going to sound like this coach. If you spend time in their energy, that's not inauthentic to you. You are an amplification of (laughs) the best of their voices. Your voice becomes aligned when you're around people who are sharing their aligned truth. You get words from the people around you to say the things that you already know. That's what it is with your undefined throat center, how I feel like I am aligned and I recognize myself through the roles that I get to play for other people, through the words that you are told and through the words that come out of you when other people are talking to you. That's how you discover your voice. So your voice is this Mm. living, breathing conversation. And of course, people who are here to have their one solid voice are going to feel overwhelmed or they're going to feel scared. To me, that feels scary. My content is an expression of my work. It's not quite an identity thing, but it has a specific energy to it. People have stolen things all over the place. It doesn't bother me because I know that some people just need to borrow things to amplify. We can't all have the original ideas. (laughs) We're Mm. here to borrow. We're here to blend. We're here to connect. We're here to collaborate. We're here to condition each other. Ooh, yeah. that that sounds like (laughs) something on a bumper sticker. Well, like a really (laughs) high level bumper sticker. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful because kind of like deepening what we've been talking about, it's like alignment looks different, feels different to everyone, which is why when you say the word alignment, it's like you can get a sense, but that really has to be something that you, again, to me, it kind of feels like a tuning fork. It's like, I know how I feel when I'm in alignment. Mm -hmm. I know how it feels when I'm creating content that's in alignment, when I'm speaking about an offer in an aligned way, when the price is aligned, when the clients are aligned. It's just this feeling of like clarity, connection, 
nothing in the channel of stagnation or frustration. It's just like everything's clicking, everything's sinking, everything's flowing. And then how beautiful it is when all of a sudden something's not, and you get to, as we've been talking about, look at like, okay, is this true for me? What is aligned? What needs to come through for me to bring myself back to this feeling? Because Mm -hmm. that to me is where all the magic happens. When you're being who you are, doing what you love, living in alignment with your soul, you do things in an intuitive way. You get downloads to shift, change, rearrange. The universe just speaks through you and you move in a certain way that is true to you and you alone. Like you literally can't be like, oh, this is how you grow a business. This is how you fill up a program. This is how you make this amount of money. Cause you're just like, it's not how I'm doing anything. It's who I'm being in alignment that opens me up and I'm following the energetic breadcrumbs when for me, that sense of self is fully online. And I think that it's really beautiful to be able to look at this and see alignment is not a one size fits all. It's like, how can you tweak yourself to really be in harmony with that feeling and that frequency in who you're being and what you're doing. Yeah. I also would add on to that by saying that alignment changes day to day. What alignment felt like for you yesterday may not be exactly what alignment feels like for you today. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I had that experience this morning because (laughs) you're so intuitive. I love you. Yesterday, I was like, somebody would have thought I was like on some sort of something. I was like floating high, just literally high on the present moment of like, oh my God, life is so good. Today I woke up as we talked about 6am downloads, codes, feverishly channeling, lots of movement. And I was feeling myself just feeling really focused. And there was a part of my mind that was like, this might be my open emotional center. I was like, I miss that energy. Like I want to get back to that, like super high. What do I have to do to get back there? And then I remembered that's not alignment. That was just a byproduct of alignment. Alignment is alignment is alignment. How you feel, different emotions, different experiences, they're all different manifestations of it, but it's not like alignment is happiness. Alignment is highness. Alignment can be serenity and peace. Alignment can be focus. Alignment can be lots of different things, but it's just the energetic quality, I think, that's important where the emotions can kind of vary. Yeah. So I love that you said that. So yeah. True. Yeah. So what is the most aligned thing for you right now. I would go as far as saying that you're the only person who actually knows what alignment feels like and looks like for you in this moment. Other people can give opinions, we can give projections, we can offer suggestions, but I feel like alignment is just such a reckless form of self-trust. Mm. And it's, it's really that language of, it's a language written by your soul for your soul. Yeah. Ooh. I just want to <laughs> roll that up and, and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a tasty joy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Everything you say. I'm just like, pause, receive. Mm. I'm going to listen back to these. They're fun. <laughs> I listened back to the ones we did last week, yesterday Yay. when I was cleaning. And I was How like, fun. damn, this is, yeah, it is Our really stuff. delicious. Amazing. <laughs> Is there any final words that you want to say before we wrap up this recording? Yeah, I think just, I love what you said about trusting yourself. And I think that's a really great way to really feel into where your alignment is, what needs Mm -hmm. to be shifted, what needs to be deepened, really just using the present moment as a barometer for like testing the energy against, like, does this feel good to me? Does this feel right for me? Do I love this? Does this feel this way? Do I feel clear in this moment? Do I feel connected in this moment? 
to really bring alignment into the body and take it out of this whole mental concept where we're constantly like, am I in alignment? This person said alignment is this. And how do I know if I'm in alignment with that? Like, you know, mm -hmm. when you're in your body, when you're feeling what's true for you, you know, when you're in that state that just is like, ah, I'm clicking with life. I'm clicking with the moment. And I think that that trust is not something that you think about. It's just something that you know and be and embody and feel because we're vibrational fucking beings and we can feel shit. Yes. So, so <laughs> that's good. all for me. So good. <laughs> Go out there and trust yourself. And something that I've been saying on repeat with all of the messy content that I've been recording is that your intuition is guiding your interests. So whatever insights you find interesting are intended for you. So interest, intuition, insights intended for you. Lots of I iteration. Integrity. Integrity. We'll throw that one in there too. <laughs> you brought um, that up earlier, so I'm just I piling did. it in. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for chatting with me again today, Christina. And thank you anyone who is listening. We'll talk to you soon. 